welcome to Here Home, the podcast. My name is Asia Woods, and I'm the founder of Here Home, which is a lifestyle brand that focuses on all things home. From style and decor to community and belonging, we explore all of it. Hi, everybody. Let's just pretend that today is Sunday. <laughs> I'm so sorry this episode is coming out a few days late. I listen to so many podcasts, and you know, every once in a while when they miss a regular upload day, I'm like, what could have possibly gone wrong to where they miss a whole day? Guys, now I get it. <laughs> Now I get it. We had to deal with some post-production tech issues, but we're back in the saddle. And, you know, I feel like we're doing this podcast for a whole year so far. For this to be the first late upload, I feel like that's pretty good. So apologies for that. I also want to say thank you so much for the warm reception for our welcome back to season three. I'm so happy that so many of you have liked our first two episodes. If you haven't listened to those, go get caught up. We last week spoke with, or two weeks ago, spoke with Danielle Bayer Jackson talking all about friendship. And then we released an episode, just my mom and I just chatting and catching up with you all. So thank you. Go ahead and stream those if you haven't yet. And let's get on to today's episode. So today we have the great pleasure of chatting with Colleen Ann McNally. She's the editor-in-chief of Savannah Magazine, where she focuses on celebrating the new and enduring voices of the city's culture, commerce, and creative community. We talk about so much in our conversation. We discuss her journey from Atlanta to our hostess city of Savannah. We have a really cool conversation about how we define and maybe even redefine luxury today and how she deals with the responsibility of telling other people's stories. It's a really rich conversation. It's really interesting. I think it's such an insightful episode. Whether you live in Savannah or not, to hear some of the behind the scenes of the people in our cities who play a massive role in its representation and voice is pretty special and I don't take that for granted. So Colleen, to you, thank you so much for being willing to talk about some of the your decision-making behind the scenes with how you run Savannah Magazine. Per usual, all of Colleen and Savannah Magazine's links and information are in the show notes. And I think that's all, folks. Let's get into it. My degree is also in journalism. So. I didn't realize that. Yes, no yes, wonder yes. where she gets it. Why from. she's feeling confident? Yeah. No, but no, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm like, kudos to you, girl, because. Yeah. Let me tell you, I worked at a weekly. Okay, whoa. <laughs> was my first uh, foray yeah. in, in journalism. You're stronger than and me. And I was like, <laughs> never again. Oh my never. God. I would love to know, Colleen. First of all, thank you so much for being here. We're so excited thank to have you. you. <laughs> my pleasure. I would love to know, where do you consider home for you right now? Well, the obvious question Savannah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a few different ways I could answer that question. Um, I was born outside Northern Virginia, lived there briefly. Um, neither of my parents were really from the South. We were just there for my dad's job. Um, and then he got transferred to the Atlanta area, north of Atlanta. So that's really where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, we started vacationing down in the coast of Georgia. I would be- visit Savannah often, loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I always wanted to go to SCAD. I always felt drawn here. Um, I ended up going to Georgia Southern. Okay. Um, and that's when I first got the chance to intern with Savannah Magazine always loved it, but kind of defaulted, went back to the Atlanta area, mm-hmm. worked for some magazines there, worked for public relations companies for a few years. Um, and it wasn't until the pandemic when me and my husband got married and we started thinking about where do we really want to live? Where mm-hmm. do we want to put down roots? And um, we had to cancel Plan A Honeymoon during the pandemic. Oh, So, yeah, but we it all worked out because we decided to come to Savannah. Okay. Um, we were able to get an Airbnb and kind of pretend like we were locals for a little while. We hadn't been back to the city for a few years at that point, mm-hmm. um, and we were just so taken with how much it had changed. We loved it. We kind of said maybe one day we'll move here, mm-hmm. and I never thought it would be so soon. 
um, that the magazine was looking for an editor. I threw my name in the hat, mm-hmm. and I was just so thrilled to take the chance that they took the chance on me. So um, and now, officially one year, we've lived in Savannah. Awesome. That's wild to yeah. me. That's great. That's great. It's and so crazy because, sorry, go ahead. What were I was going to say, and it's such a, a like, yay, yay for the magazine publishers, mm-hmm. too. You know, I'm so glad they chose you and that you're here. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> exactly. You're doing a great a job with the magazine. True. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Which leads me to, I mean... So obviously, we kind of mentioned the listeners heard in the intro, your editor-in-chief of Savannah Magazine, which is awesome. I would love to know, how has your personal relationship to Savannah been impacted by your work? You know, because you're talking to so many people, you're having access to different layers of the city that maybe most people don't have. So has that shaped your experience here? We would love to know your experiences with that. Yeah, I love this question. Um, It certainly has. I mean, it's definitely deepened my connection to the city. I've gotten chances to meet so many great people Mm -hmm. um, doing like what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. Um, So many cool opportunities. And like I said before, I always kind of visited and felt drawn. I always felt like at home on the coast, Mm -hmm. Um, the lifestyle here. It's just such a beautiful place. And there were it's such a vibrant city with, um, you know, just I always have felt at home in urban settings Mm -hmm. where you can walk. And it's so vibrant and the culture is awesome here. Um, but I always was kind of a visitor. So of course, now actually being someone who's living here um, does change the relationship a little bit. And it's been so great in this first year to get to know so many people. Um, but I'm excited about in year two, even deepening those relationships more and really getting to be part of this chapter of Savannah as it keeps growing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned, you know, we were taken back by how much had changed. Mm-hmm. Even where we're sitting right now, we right. were talking about cool this That's recording true. studio is. <laughs> I mean, that was the first time we saw this district on our honeymoon, and we were just like, whoa. Like, yeah. And then, of course, not just along the river, but into Starland District. There are so many new things happening in Savannah, and we all know it's going to continue right. growing. Right. Um, so we're kind of excited about being here, too, and being part of this next chapter of yeah. the city's growth and um i know that was one of the things we bonded over too mm-hmm. when we were talking too that, um why we kind of feel drawn to the city yes. now and the energy that's here and what's going to happen next mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> absolutely i mean that's so it's so fascinating to me how you have really only been here a year and have like come in with a bang like you are <laughs> leading the magazine and you're meeting so many people have you found that that's been hard to meet people to kind of get an in into savannah cuz i remember when I first moved here, I mean, when we both first moved here, we were like, oh, how do we, like, get an in with the community here? And we kept hearing, like, it's who you know. You have to talk to people. It's right. not as formal as coming from and a then it's DC like, where do you go or something. to meet yeah. the people. <laughs> so, like, how have you been able to have access to the people and the stories that you have had access to? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, um, the magazine, of course, has been around a long time. And mm-hmm. I think that's such a key to the success of it is that a lot of the Um, team members have been there a long time so Mm -hmm. they've got deep roots and that really helped me hit the ground running is that we already have such a great staff and reputation in the community Um, I mentioned I went to Georgia Southern Mm -hmm. so didn't grow up too far away and a lot of just kind of friends and loose acquaintances who had connections to the area um, really probably helped us get going too even um, when it came time to find a realtor you know Mm. we had um, a realtor we had worked with in Atlanta as an old childhood friend she has family down here, and okay. she recommended she some recommend realtors. Somebody. Yeah, okay. so it's definitely, I think, that six degrees of separation network right. um, and some friends of friends that have introduced me to people. I've, I've appreciated all of that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but sure, it's definitely different when I'm reaching out to, um, you know, ask for an interview, mm-hmm. right. you know, different contexts sometimes probably to reach out. But probably it's a little bit of like, 
cold outreach <laughs> to be <laughs> a lot of emails <laughs> a lot of emails uh-huh. so i appreciate everyone who's responded um and also to answer kind of your question i i have been so grateful that people have been so warm and hospita- mm-hmm. hospitable I mean, I guess Savannah does have the reputation of the host of city. city. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. And so people have been really welcoming. So I was a little bit nervous about mm-hmm. that. There was a little bit of like imposter syndrome. If I'm going to like, are they going to welcome me? I'm not like a born right. and bred Savannah. Right. I'm not from here. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think um, so far so good. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excellent. changing is it not how are we making the magazine accessible all of the above right like is luxury different for different generations you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah 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 i think this is such a fun question so fun to talk about i feel like there's so many different things that come to mind or ways i could answer it too Mm -hmm. um but yeah like you said we had kind of started talking about it over coffee and it's been something i've been thinking about a lot in our coverage or just um some of these new businesses we've been talking about that are happening in savannah um so when I think about the magazine, when I think about luxury, I've always thought about that as um, comfortable, enjoyable. Um, I actually think there's a lot in common with Here Homes mm-hmm. definition. Yes, about and that in- was what I said. I yeah. was like, I, I feel it. Here Homes vision is also similar, like aspirational luxury and hopefully inspiring people right, to find right. ways to bring that into their own way, however they can. Into their own lives, yeah. Mm-hmm. Their own totally. Mm-hmm. So we you know, try to fill the magazine with something for everybody, whether it's a recipe or introducing you to a new chef mm-hmm. or local business. And I just hope that when people pick up the issue, whether they're visitors, whether they're locals, they still kind of learn something new. Mm-hmm. And can we're certainly not a visitor's guide, but can you know, uh, feel inspired to explore their own hometown um, and find something new to do, mm-hmm. whether it is trying a new restaurant or shop or mm-hmm. um, cocktail recipe or, right, right. you know, and I think just even reading mag- magazines is kind of a luxury experience. Yes, it is. You know, in today's day and age with, we're so with digital. With everything on the, yes. Yeah. So it's been so cool that um, I was always a print lover. I always dreamed of working mm-hmm. at magazines. Um, of course, not anti-digital media either. Right, right. But it's been so cool to see how um, the print magazine pro- has endured here, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. here. We just had our biggest issue ever, so we're still growing. <laughs> um, and so much of that is the community of readership. And I think it's like, um, it feels like luxury to have the time to sit down with the magazine, right. whether mm-hmm. you're traveling, read it at the pool, maybe yeah. you're getting a pedicure. Let me tell you, I collect them because I don't always have time to read them, mm-hmm. yeah. but I collect them. And then when I travel... I just, you know, okay, I'm going to have my Savannah magazine. I'm going to be in the hotel room, and I'm just going to lay down and read a magazine, flip through a magazine. Because mm-hmm. her labor get to do that. Because why, you know, not? why not? Yeah, <laughs> I love to hear that. So it makes me think, too, that, like, luxury is kind of like a state of mind. Yeah, yes. yes. absolutely. So, and mm-hmm. it makes me think of my grandmother. I think she's one of the reasons I started loving magazines in the first place. She certainly had piles around mm-hmm, her house mm-hmm. when we'd go visit. And she grew up on a farm in Iowa and yes. lived in a small town in Minnesota. Yes. But she read so many Vanity Fairs and New York Times. And so she was just really in touch with culture and fashion and Mm -hmm. style. And so it's kind of just this fun way to be part of that. Right. Even if you're you're from afar. And Mm -hmm. some of our readers are. We've got readers all over. You don't have to live in Savannah. Maybe you went to school here, moved Mm -hmm. away. Still want to kind of stay in touch and get into that Savannah state of mind. Actually, I had a subscription to Savannah Magazine before we even moved here. Wow. So, yes, yes. I I love that. that. (laughs) So, but I loved it. You know why? It helped me, you know, see how Savannah was changing. And, um, 
And I would always, in all the issues, I would circle things. Okay, next time we're in Savannah, we have to do this. Oh, wow, look, this opened. And it was really exciting, right? So once we moved here, I had like those magazines. I had all those stuff, those things circled. And it's like, okay, we need to go to this place, this place, this place. And yeah, yeah it was great. That's was super great. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. And we're talking about the generational thing. I think that's fascinating. And we're kind of watching it play out in real time because mm -hmm. even the summer, I think about um, the fun news stories about um, how much has been being spent around Taylor Swift concerts mm. or Beyonce oh, yes. concerts yeah. or the yes. Barbie movie. Mm -hmm. oh you know, maybe part of it is just about who holds the wealth, where they're spending mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, luxury is certainly not one size fits all. Right. Could mean different things to different people. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing that comes to mind with that with the generation is um, I know we're working on a story right now about kind of the rise of like secondhand fashion mm -hmm. and how that's so important to younger generations. Slow fashion instead of fast fashion. Yeah. And whole, mm -hmm. Yes. And we've definitely seen a lot of new businesses opening around town mm -hmm. that are really focused on that, right. selling mm -hmm. luxury resale. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of neat. So the, those are some of the things that come to mind when you ask that question. But I would love to hear your thoughts too. Like I'd flip it oh, back man. to both of you. Yeah. Um, this is <laughs> wonderful. I mean, I could... You hit on so many things that I think about often. I think luxury, the concept of luxury is fascinating to me because I think about it often. I mean, one thing, magazines are totally a luxury. Mm -hmm. When you think about it, even the words we use to describe magazines, right? Like glossy images right. and we're cutting out images. I mean, I was a major scrapbooker growing up. Oh, yeah. I would have tons of magazines, mood boards, mood boards be cutting out <laughs> images, putting it up on my vision board. And so something about magazines are completely like aspirational mm -hmm. um and then you have the intersection of home and it's like so interesting too because um like i was mentioning here home definitely has kind of an aspirational feel to it um but what i try to do and what we try to do is bring that kind of to the everyday level right even right. our level right even images we're posting i'm not living in like a beautiful mansion right. so it really forces you to think like how can you make luxury in your day-to-day -day life is that textures is that quality right. Uh, and I think today, uh, for a lot of us, I think especially like kind of uh, millennials, just newer generation or more of a millennial mindset, I think time, quality, texture, experience yes. is what yeah. equates to luxury. Exactly. You know? And for me, you know, for me and maybe other boomers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boomer. I'm at the end of the boom, though. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, luxury for me is just what you touched on. Rich color. Mm-hmm. Texture. I love rich color. Texture. For me, luxury is not a designer name mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. I don't care. You can get it from TJ Maxx, Home Goods, whatever. But if it's that deep, rich color, and if it has that texture, and the way you combine those things together, and it 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 gives me a cozy feeling, mm -hmm. like it envelops me. That to me is luxury, For and sure. that can be in a home. It could be just any space you go into. Yeah. I have a certain feeling mm -hmm. that I get when I'm in something that I feel like is luxurious. And it has nothing to do with names. It's all what it, you know, visually what I see. And I'm drawn to, I'm drawn to like a calm background, but pops of color. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, um, but with that texture and um, I'm getting out of my head where I thought everything had to match. Like, mm -hmm. oh, well, this color doesn't go with that color. I don't even care anymore because it all kind of. You know, if you love it all, it all works together mm -hmm. and it's how it makes you feel. Yeah. So that's what luxury is. I have a question me. for you then, mom. Yes. When you're saying the feeling of luxury envelops you mm -hmm. with a feeling, what is the feeling, right? Like coziness? Is that coziness. how I can explain? Okay. Like okay. calm. I feel calm. Yeah. Mm. I feel peace. 
calm and mm-hmm. I felt cozy. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When you feel like you're in a luxurious setting, Colleen, what is the feeling that you have? Because I think my feeling is different than what you described, yeah. but I'm curious if I'm alone. Oh, that is a good question. <laughs> I mean, definitely thoughts like similar to what you were saying of calm come mm-hmm. to mind. Mm-hmm. You know, having, again, like maybe I come back because I'm such a reader or those moments of travel when you're at peace or mm-hmm. I, I do a lot of yoga. So sometimes um, the time, the time mm. to just be yourself, have mm-hmm. feel like mm-hmm. you're um, living in line with the way you dream of living. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was also just thinking about how I was jealous right now that you're going to do this with your mom. You're making me <laughs> miss, miss my mom. This is so fun. Um, I know. I just feel like that um, you're making me think of my mom. You guys would get along well. She's an oh, interior designer. We'll have to meet her when she comes to Savannah. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. And so when you were just kind of describing home and stuff, it just makes me think of fun conversations of having my mom and growing up. because mm-hmm. she, She's always had that kind of appreciation for nice. design. Um, and yeah, so just thinking about that too, or mm-hmm. I was thinking about too, and I love the videos. I'll see like you making cocktails with your dad. It makes me think <laughs> of my dad too. And it makes me think that like luxury is kind of playful too. Yes. Yes. You know, it's definitely not stuffy. I don't know mm-hmm. if it ever was, but mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like this connotation that it's, mm-hmm. um, gotta be more stuffy or mm-hmm. limited. Right, right. But I think it's like, if you've got the time to play, that's right. kind of a fun treat too. You know, we have the, 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 the whole thing about being stuffy and that whole thing. Uh-huh. I remember like the house that I love the most, like when you were growing up, your mm-hmm. friends, the house that I love the, the most, she had a friend who their house, every inch of it was livable, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, you know, a lot of times you go into a house and the living room is pristine because that's the living room or, you know. It's treated and very preciously. Yes, like mm-hmm. nobody sits in the living room. <laughs> and like, you know, each room had its own place and like, the family is really only living in the family room and the bedrooms because the other part of the house, that's like the showpiece. Mm-hmm. But they, their house was... Lived in. Lived in. It was a, it was a uh, architecturally, it was a fantastic house. Very cool. But every room was so livable, lived in, mm-hmm. and it, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. And it was a very massive house, but it didn't feel like it when you're inside. And that was a luxurious house to me because of that. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in that space and saying, yeah, this is how I want my house to be. We had a living room in our house that we never used. And then that's when I started using the living room. <laughs> I love like, that. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. use this living room. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. I love that. That is so interesting. I mean, I love hearing you guys' perspectives on what the idea of luxury makes you feel. Because for me, I think the main feeling is inspired. Like, mm. I think for me is just a general sense of being inspired, whether that's time, if I have time and space my mind is flowing. I'm getting creative ideas and I'm feeling inspired. Also, if I'm surrounded by beautiful things that I know have a story behind them, are crafted very carefully and thoughtfully, like, I think inspired is mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Colleen, you mentioned your parents, which is perfect because I was like, I wonder if people know that. Like, you come from two creative makers. Like, how do you think that they have influenced your career trajectory? Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. I mean, and my dad, he would still like take credit. Like he called me all the time. With sto- <laughs> I've got a story idea for you. But um, but no, in all fun, I mean, um, I mean, again, so much of why I've loved magazines and reading was because it was what was around the house mm-hmm. or um, first even traveling to Savannah was because my dad would come here for work and mm-hmm. we would take us along. And, um, you know, he was uh, we love food. We love to eat and experience culture through food. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As we have this great cheese plate in front of us <laughs> that they brought for the podcast. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he was never um, like on a Saturday if something was 45 minutes away, but he'd read about it and mm-hmm. it was across town. 
he was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go try this restaurant. Yeah, awesome. um, And so, like, those were some of my favorite memories kind of mm-hmm. growing up. And I feel like definitely influenced how, yes. how I like to get out and, and try different things. Nice, yeah, nice. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Well, this would not be here on the podcast if we're not talking about community. So <laughs> my next question for you. I would love to know how you handle the responsibility of telling stories for a community. Um, what values do you hold on to? What's fun? What's hard about it? Is it something you've been intentionally thinking about since you're relatively new to Savannah? Yeah, this is such a great question. And one I get a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and one I don't take lightly, that responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mentioned earlier, this is my dream job. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely keeps me up at night, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wanting it to be the best it can be, um, continuing that legacy that the magazine has had, um, growing it because we're growing. So, um, and then like we said, all these other factors about the city are changing. So there's a lot of factors that go into it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I certainly wouldn't try to do it alone. I, mm-hmm. you know, have a great team behind me. Um, and then rely so much on contributors who um, share story ideas and write for the magazine mm-hmm. or other readers and members of the community who reach out and share story ideas because I certainly can't be everywhere at all right, times. Right. <laughs> and so it's so helpful um, to have people out there in the community, too, who can share their, what their experiences of Savannah are. And um, there's so many so many people go into making the magazine great. Um, but um, I would say, too, it really starts with the editorial planning for the magazine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have six issues a year, bi-monthly, and they all have different themes around them. So right now we have our Best of Savannah issue, mm-hmm. um, which is our biggest of the year. It's the 22nd annual oh, wow. <laughs> right now. And those are reader-voted categories. So when we put out the ballot, like we're really relying on the community to help weigh in um, and share what they deem the best mm-hmm. of those categories. There's more than 500 of them from EATS to professional services to mm-hmm. doctors. Wow. Um, so there's tons. Um, and runners up and sometimes ties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, that really helps then start the planning for that issue of then, you know, which ones might naturally lend to great stories if it's mm-hmm. the best new restaurant or something else may be timely or someone who has an exciting milestone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got um, original Pinky Masters Dive Bar celebrating their 70 years this year. Mm. So there's kind of a neat time to retell that story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to our readers about the history of that place. Um, and other, you know, themes throughout the year. We just had the July-August issue. That is always the life on the water. So there could be great coastal stories mm-hmm. all year long. Mm-hmm. We kind of save up for that issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then within each issue, there's some departments that are always the same. We mentioned the homes. We always mm-hmm. like to feature a real home. Um, we have other things like Old Savannah mm-hmm. that kind of tell a traditional story, um, hopefully in a new way mm-hmm. or with a new news hook to it. Um, things like giving back or um, we've had it's changed a little bit over the years. You know, some things um, salt of the city has been someone who's been around a long time who mm-hmm. maybe has a unique perspective or story mm-hmm. to share. Um, so some of those are a little different issue to issue, but more or less kind of some of the framework that we're looking to fill okay. stories for. And then every issue is going to have those features too that rely back to those um, themes. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where it starts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I've been rambling a lot. Did oh, I no, answer your question? <laughs> yes, like, partially. What else was her other part sure. of her question? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's really interesting to hear how you guys go about organizing the magazine. Because, yeah. I mean, so many, I mean, for us who live in Savannah, we flip the pages and it's neat because, right, in some way, 
I think when you're looking at a local magazine, it hopefully is a reflection of the community, right? And yeah. so you really want to see yourself in the print. You want to see stories of your friends, your family, that sort of thing. And I think the last like year that I really paid attention and like bought Savannah magazine and like flipped through has been awesome because I'm like, yes, I do love these places. I do love mm -hmm. those places. So I think you're doing a really good job of making it reflective of a lot of our experience experiences here. So that's awesome. Well, that's wonderful to hear. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's certainly what I strive for. So that's yes. awesome to hear. Yeah. Um, and while you were talking to help jog back, another thing I was going to share is that um, I've become a little bit of a data nerd because um, oh. <laughs> I, I come from a journalism background. But when I was studying, we didn't have some of the tools we do now with mm -hmm. the web and social mm -hmm. media. Um, and I know I've seen you do a little bit of this with Here Home, too, for kind yes. of your audience engagement. Love data. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. And it can be really telling to see then what stories are resonating with our community. And we get that feedback mm -hmm. um, in a different way because of what people might share on social or mm. respond with. and mm -hmm. so. That's been fun and very informative, too, to kind of help um, us determine sometimes those editorial decisions. Yeah, kind of guide where you're going. And mm -hmm. yes, yeah, yes. Because mm -hmm. we certainly want our audience to be excited about the content right. and want to read it. Right. And yeah. like you said, see the community mm -hmm. reflected in yeah, the pages. Absolutely. Be proud of the publication. Right. Be proud of their city. Yeah. Right. Is it? Hot? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and... That's how you also stay relevant, right? Yeah. Because if you're putting out stories mm -hmm. that we don't want to hear, you know, hear about or whatever, it's like nobody's going to buy the magazine. So it's all, yeah, mm. it's great. Yeah, what I was going to mention is, is it hard and overwhelming sometimes to pick and choose which stories? Because like, yeah, you have to. There have so are many so many ones. incredible characters <laughs> in Savannah. It's like, how do you pick? Who to feature? That seems so hard. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, um, one of the pluses about digital media is that you kind of have unlimited space online. Oh, true. But with yes. print, we are limited with our page counts. And then mm -hmm. I would say even what's more limiting sometimes is just time and bandwidth with our oh. team. You know, so um, coming in, I was so gung-ho, and I kind of had to learn what really can we accomplish in our time period because since we are – bi-monthly um i think the hardest part of the job is the deadline yes you know um we just are moving so fast sometimes mm -hmm. to get our deadlines so the magazine can get out on time mm -hmm. that um you make a million little decisions but you've got to just kind of go with your gut make mm -hmm. the best one in the moment mm -hmm. you don't have a lot of time to sometimes to sit and deliberate mm -hmm. um on it so um we we certainly try to plan in advance and mm -hmm. get as far along as we can but we're a lean team, so um, we're always on deadline. <laughs> oh, we are. But I would say that's also one of the most fun parts of the yeah. job, to answer your question, because, you know, there's always going to be the next issue. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it gets stressful, but we get it done, and then you get to hold that product that you made, mm -hmm. and um, and then it's very quick. You're like, on to the next one. Mm -hmm. um, and so to your point, too, about some of those people, if they didn't make it in this issue, yes, it is hard. But I'm holding on to it, and I'm like, I didn't forget about it. I'm, it's on my radar. It's, it's a future issue. I'm holding uh, on to it. I have an idea. Well, yeah. Maybe you guys already do this. So, <laughs> so, so do you ever, like, okay, maybe this one didn't make the print magazine cut, but your story is so interesting. Let's put it on our social. You yeah, or our Instagram or whatever. Yeah, do you guys do that. There have been once occasions when we have done that a little mm -hmm. bit, and I hope that we could do more of that. Yeah, that would be really cool. I think. I think you so know? too. Because, yeah, she's so creative. You can read. You can read. <laughs> 
You can still you can continue to read. You don't have to wait till the new issue. But there's mm. oh, let's read. Kind of like Humans of New York, right? It's like we all look forward to that because it's like yeah, you know, like I love looking at yeah. those. Yes, yeah. Me too. I think I think you are on track with Ooh. with some of the conversations we have internally. <laughs> we're always dreaming big about yes. things we could do. Mm-hmm. And again, it's so exciting that we're growing right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility right. in the yeah. future I think if cool. we yeah could figure out how to how to do it it. yeah Yeah. good idea i feel like the last question i would love to know what advice do you have for people who want to feel more connected to their local community whether that's here in savannah or elsewhere wherever they may be listening from yeah oh good question Mm -hmm. um i mean my default answer of course is to read the local media absolutely you know i mean that that probably just sounds like i'm pushing my own agenda (laughs) but (laughs) no it really is the first thing that comes to mind it's something i do when i travel especially if there's local pubs that are free and Mm -hmm. you can pick them up in a coffee shop or hotel lobby um even when i'm planning for a trip you know i'm i'm usually looking up where are the best places to eat or to stay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can try you can trust some of those big name national media a Conde Nast traveler travel mm-hmm. and leisure they're going to have lists too but of course i'm a little partial to the local media mm-hmm. and making sure that that person really lives there and knows mm-hmm. um the ins and outs right of, of where they're recommending um so I, definitely i think that's a great way to tap in um and then i would also say um, you know, within that, because it's recommending events to go to or places to try, um, but events would probably be a great one. I think, you know, um, I hear here home might have some more events <laughs> in in yes. the works. And I think, you know, not just events, but the way that you're approaching events. We were talking about as we're drinking some wine and cheese mm-hmm. provisions mm-hmm. in Savannah and how they've done such a neat job of planning some really um, unique events. Right. They're very intentional about connecting people. Um, over shared. I mean, I wish I could go to all of them. I know she's doing a really neat floral yes. workshop so tomorrow. Ones. Yes, <laughs> different wellness ones. So finding the things that kind of resonate with you, with your community, mm-hmm. like what what's going to stand out to you. Um, and it kind of comes back to about that aspirational luxury. Another way I would answer it is that everything in the magazine. I certainly don't expect someone to go out and do everything that's mm-hmm, on there. Mm-hmm. If we have a calendar of events, there might be twenty five right. events on there. Um, you might not make it to all of them, but hopefully there's one that. Mm-hmm. resonates you with yeah. you to go check out right that's wonderful advice um the events and it's funny you mentioned kind of paying attention to local publications because that's not something i've done but i'm going to start doing but something i do like when we went to chicago or wherever i go i love when i'm in the hotel room turning on the local news and just oh, being like yeah. what's going on this week yeah, in like this little this town yes. yeah. yeah but i guess you can that. do the exact same thing by just going to the corner and getting a free magazine mm-hmm. or a free publication so I love that idea. Yeah. It's very good. And that yeah. also makes me think about just going, I know, like you said, turning on local news. I love doing that mm-hmm. too. I also love going to the local markets or oh, a yeah. local grocery right. store, yeah. especially if you're somewhere international. I know oh, that's yes. so we fun to go do. Every, everywhere we go, <laughs> when it's international, we love going, especially in the chip aisle. We, yeah, I don't know. Yes. We always have to go look at what kind of chips they're they so are. Creative. Because they're fun. so creative, you know. Ketchup, hamburger, pickle chips, yeah, different like seasoning. Of, all kinds of crazy things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you guys are so well traveled. So I know that, that then that's good good tip. <laughs> yes, it's a yeah. very good tip. But yeah, looking at local media, I I agree with that. You know, I do get like Condé Nast travel and all the, the travel magazines magazines, travel and leisure and things like that. A lot of the like for instance, hotels that they feature in there. I'm like, I can't afford those. I'm sorry, like, you know, $1,600 a night. But 
You look at where those are located, right? What neighborhood is this in? When you're trying to find out, you're going to a big city, what's the best neighborhood to be in? Because I want to be someplace where it's walkable, mm -hmm. it's night, you know what I mean? Totally. So you can look at those things and find out like what neighborhoods are they, it's in, they're in. And then plan your travel, see what's around that neighborhood. Because I'm not going to locate those nice places mm -hmm. in neighborhoods where there's nothing to do. And you know what I mean? Totally. So, You're going to yeah. end up having to call out of Ubers yes, or exactly. walk a lot yeah, farther exactly. than maybe you wanted. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, then you find out what's around that neighborhood. And then you can like backtrack mm -hmm. and find out. Then start looking at the local stuff. Oh, well, what about this place? What about that? You know? That's so, such a good tip. Yeah. I know Google Maps makes it so much easier oh, for planning now. I found the coolest things on Google Map, Maps yeah. from when we were in um, Panama. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a really good idea. Like almost mm -hmm. cross-referencing like, okay, the aspirational magazines, mm -hmm. the stuff you want to hit, and then thinking about, okay, like, you know, you set aside a couple of nicer restaurants, nicer mm -hmm. places you want to stop. Right. And then kind of with that filler time, stopping by local places, right. just allowing, giving yourself some time to find those like hidden gems. Right. That and what I do, those, those, those places that I can't stay at. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, they have a restaurant. It's so beautiful. <laughs> or they have I'll a bar. Eat there. <laughs> or they have a bar. I'm going to have a drink there. You know what yes. I mean? So, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I love just going into a yes. hotel bar. Um, and we do have so many great hotels here. So we do. That's what I was thinking about when you talked about that. It's like, I don't have it memorized, but I would imagine um, they're not going to have any bad ones on those lists. Right. But I do feel like, you know, some of the lists, maybe off the top of my head, have um, said some of the really cool new boutique hotels, mm -hmm. which are so awesome mm -hmm. and definitely worth mm -hmm. checking out and staying at. But then I feel like until I really was living here um, and people would ask me for recommendations, like there'd be a couple that would be overlooked. And mm -hmm. then I did feel like it was fun to share that little hidden gem. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, the DeSoto comes to mind. Mm -hmm. And I know that they're always amongst our best of winners for different categories mm -hmm. of the restaurant and might not get recognized in the same way. They're set back a little bit. So right. it's totally if you want to have the riverfront experience in Savannah, which is worth the do. Maybe that's a lot of what people do on their first visit. Mm -hmm. But if you're coming back for a second or third and want to maybe come a little deeper into town. Yes, yes. And you're, it's one yeah. of our historic hotels in, in a great walkable area with right. a lot of stuff around it. So right. sometimes if people don't have that one on their radar, I'm like, well, don't overlook that one. Yeah. yeah. And that this. other little one that has an awesome little little back, little outside area, I think it's called the Bryce. Bell, Bellwether? Oh, yeah. Oh, the the Kempton Bryce? Bryce? Yes. Yeah, okay. That's yes. a good point, too. It's really cute. Nice bar, and I like the little out, the outside mm -hmm. area. It's yeah. very cute. So I If mean, you guys are listening from Savannah, you should check out those places. Yes, <laughs> or sure. when you come, like, write that down on your list. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'll even admit, I love using Instagram to get mm -hmm. a feel for places and to research, too. But I've probably also been guilty of kind of judging something based on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always quite match up. Or more often, what I would say is that, just because if they don't have a really amazing yes. Instagram. Doesn't mean they're not really nice. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Don't write it off. Because right. maybe they just aren't, um, you know, maybe that they don't want everyone to know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> How great it is. Or maybe they're focused on the experience. Okay, this is not time for yeah. social media. This is a secret sometimes. There's little <laughs> hidden gems that I know about, but everybody doesn't know uh -huh. about. Like I sometimes I don't want it to change. I'm not gonna tag it's it. Like I don't want. It. And then when I see it out in the you know in the world on socials and stuff, I'm like, oh no, now it's gonna be crowded. And da, 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 da. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Colleen. I appreciate thank this. You. It's so interesting to hear like your perspective. We talk about community. We talk about home. And you are someone who's like at the intersection of so many things, mm -hmm. has so many viewpoints, and just fascinating. Thank you so much oh, for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks. This has Thank been a lot of fun. You. I feel Yay. like we just skimmed the surface. So I feel like I we know. could talk all day. I know. <laughs> we could. We could. We're going to have to have those like little um, extra 
episodes. You know I know. Let I me mean? like, just keep talking too long. <laughs> <laughs> Release a part B. Exactly. So Thanks thank you everyone. so much for being here. It was wonderful. Thank you. <laughs>